Hi, welcome to Gaze Planet, the podcast where two boyfriends recap the Mnet K-pop boy band survival show, Boys Planet, and none of your faves are safe. Because I've changed who I'm voting for. And I started voting. How many times have you voted? Uh, I think four times. I mean, I let my coworker vote. Yeah, we just will hand the phone to we anyone will, and be it, like, pick your faves. And I am like, pick whoever, but don't pick Yuvin. Don't, stop. <laughs> so we're recapping episode six. I thought this was the best episode of the show so far. Like, episode of television. There wasn't a lot of wasted time, and it was like... Except for the first moved. segment. If they had taken the first segment out, this would have been like almost an American-paced episode. Yeah. It still was longer than a feature film, but... The, yeah, the first segment, they like do like a ghost scare thing... It was just the saddest, dankest room. The editing was really fun. I feel like this show is hopefully reaching like what The Bachelor and Bachelorette do now, where it's self-aware and it starts to make fun of itself. Like the fact that they showed you this ghost handprint in the dorm and then transitioned to the title of the episode, Take My Hand. And they transitioned like with a visual effect through the ghost handprint is just like funny and they should be doing more of that. Like I like when they are like, this show's kind of silly. Totally forgot about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I just didn't pay attention during the first segment because I was like, this is non-consequential. Yeah, so pretty quickly we moved to the second mission announcement where they brought in... They have like rotating hosts this season. Who all look the same. Well, except for the Chingu, the goofy movie, Stung by Bees. <laughs> Girls Planet host. But this time they brought in um, Minhyuk from BTOB, who sadly was clothed. Because um, if you guys have not seen... His... Yeah, I thought this was Gay's Planet. I know. Like, you guys just need to Google BTOB Minhyuk or whatever. He has, like, a different solo name that starts with an H. But his body is, like, one of the craziest. Not even in K-pop, but I think globally. So do yourself a Google. But he announces the position battle and they do this every year but now they are like mixing it up but i feel like it doesn't really matter but they're doing like vocal and dance vocal and rap which i guess just means you're not really dancing and then rap and dance in this segment everybody's urged to rearrange or create within the songs too which is kind of the cool part like they are like we want you to create your own choreography we want you writing your own raps then we get to the push battle i guess it's called so the lowest ranked people get to choose first and then if a team fills up then a higher ranked person can push them out. Can choose who they want to push out of who's standing there. Uh, which was just to cause drama. And I liked it. Because it did. Yeah. It was very interesting to see who pushed out who. Because these groups are small. So, like, we saw Jongu wanted Love Killer. And then Ricky goes up and pushes out Jongu. I think because Ricky's probably like... We fill the same role. We fill the same role. And we went against each other in Backdoor. And he's going to probably outshine me. Maybe. Or I just want to... We're the same idea. And then Jiyoon, Castlevania, comes and he pushes out Ricky. So it was, I thought that was really interesting to see, like, who's pushing out who. Because it's like, you don't want someone to have the same, like, to upstage you. And you also, I don't know, I keep thinking about Gunwook pushing out Woongi. <laughs> and I can't figure out, like, why. But maybe because, maybe it's also like, well, you also want your group to win. So are you pushing out who you think is going to drag the, not that I think that Woongi's bad, but. Maybe people are like, oh, I don't want this person to drag the group Oh, down. I think that, fully think that there is unaired footage of the high-ranked boys on the pedestal going, we should go together. Strategizing before they all make their picks. Because if you're standing next to, like, rank 9, rank 7, rank 5, rank 4, you can just be like, guys, do you want to be on a team together? What do you want to do? We can push everyone out and make our own team. Which I think the low-ranked boys were making bad decisions. I would just be trying to think, what is a good singer going to go to so I can be, like, vocal for? And the singing parts are covered. 
But instead, they were like, what are the popular songs? Even though they know they're going to get kicked out instantly. Okay, except... Oh, that one guy. Ichan, who was the lowest rank in the entire show, who has to pick first and can get pushed out by everyone else, did not have to move. Ichan picked the Butterfly IU... something. No, he picked the IU song. Oh, is that not? No, that's not Love, not Cherry Blossoms, not whatever. Like, the Butterfly is BTS. And then oh, IU... Oh, sorry, Cherry Blossoms, yeah. Yeah. Ichan picks that and he's like, I wanted that infinite song, like, Man in Love, Man with Love. Man love. <laughs> Man love, which we're seeing on the show. But he's like, I don't want to get tossed around here and there. So, and he stayed. And got a and terrible team, but. <laughs> yeah, well, I think he's going to be the star in his team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. He'll be the person singing the song in his team. So, I mean, is that, would, what would be your strategy if you were a low-ranked trainee? Um, I would go to a vocal and dance one that had a lot of spots. I loved the piece of tape that the producers put on because they dropped one boy. And so there was just a piece of tape that said, like, instead of five, it said four. Oh, because Juan Hui Juan yeah. left. When they announced in the subtitle only, not on the show, that he had left, that was my first reaction was, oh, well, they are have already had these things printed. So and do they just have a giant printer? Or are they just going to, like, say, oh, this one actually has four? Or that's exactly <laughs> where my mind went was, like, Oh, but they have these giant posters already printed. And he's always on tape watch on these shows. <laughs> he's like, what Nike logo is taped over? <laughs> okay, so then they did the, like, behind the scenes. We're going to show every single group for some reason. Even the ones that are going in the next episode, we're going to show them practicing and picking parts. And we love the meat and potatoes parts of this. It just doesn't really make sense to recap them. Oh, it's my favorite part of the show. The only thing that we kind of talked about when we were watching it was that Woongi... Woongi was very stressed with his feel special group because everybody was like, I'm not confident. Wait, I'm not confident. And they're like, oh, this song is too high, which is a weird note because we later learned that you're allowed to change the key of the song. And they have a remix. And they have a remix. So like nobody wanted to do anything and Woongi was like, this is the first time that no one is raising their hand. Like, don't you guys want to like, even don't you want to show and have a great performance even if you're going home? Like he was like tearing his hair out a little bit. You could tell... But our takeaway was just, like, the way that Woongie talks to these trainees is, like, you know that Woongie has seen more of the world. Yeah. He's not, like, everyone seems so innocent. Like, oh, I just left mom and dad's house and I've, like, never kissed a girl. And Woongie is, like... I'm sucking a crew member's dick later, so, like, we gotta wrap this training yeah, session like... up. <laughs> I'm sneaking out of this dorm at night and we go into the gay clubs. You you come in? <laughs> yeah, like... That's just that's the me. vibe that we that get. That is the vibe. Made, made me like Woogie more because I was like, oh, he is like a, a full adult with these children. It's the feeling I got. Um, we're going to go song by song. And that means we have to start with Gong. When we rewatched Gong, I just got up in the middle of it and started puttering around the kitchen because it feels like it's 50 minutes of boys shouting. Because it is. It just feels eternal. And it's only three minutes. Okay, it's hard when they're going to do these, like, write-your-own-rap things, and then they're not going to translate the rap for us. Like, they did a little bit when Gong did the practice in front of all the boys. They told us what the rap was saying, and I'm like, okay, thank you. But when we're just getting shouted out, shouted out in Korean, we can't understand. Like, truly shouted at, it's like, and there's not much breaking it up. It's just not that enjoyable. And it's also not a style of music that Miles and I care about at all. No, I mean, I love rap in K-pop because it, it like ratchets up the excitement of the song and it adds texture. But when the whole song is this like really macho aggro, like aggro, the, the, when the whole song is this really aggro rap, it's not fun. And I think they tried to break it up with the fun with um, Junhyun, who I don't like you guys. 
I do not like Junhyun. I <laughs> I can see oh, where well, people oh. are being like charmed because he's like a living meme, but I just think it's everything. I mean, there's a lot of like meme. Like we like Haruto. Haruto, I think even my even Anne, who made our logo, our coworker, when we talk about this, she was like, Haruto is a little too much for me. Like he's a little annoying, and I'm like, I can totally see that. I think he falls on the line. I'm like, Junyun is straight up the most annoying person on the show. He is a 12 year old. He acts like a child. He acts like a true, yeah, like a five year old. Like when he got pushed out of his thing, he opened his mouth as wide as he possibly could. Like that was his like, oh my gosh, what's happening to me reaction. Like where like Wumuchi cried, which is a real human reaction. But I don't know. The low point of Gong for me was when Junyun put his sunglasses on upside down and then just like kind of shook his butt at the camera. Oh God. And here's my thing that I've noticed in K-pop. Girls shake their ass at the camera, like girl groups, all the time. When boy bands do it, almost every time, it's as a joke. There's a teen top song called Ah Ah, which my brother loves, and they do like a jokey butt thing in that. Junyun's like, jokey butt thing in this, and I'm like, I don't want you to be like making, just like, you should be like, I'm hot as hell, and here's my like, glorious ass for the crowd, which is what the girls are doing. And I don't, I just get annoyed when the boys do it as a joke, because I'm like, well, it's not funny because you don't have a butt, Junhyun. Or those pants aren't showing us. Like, we need, I would, but if Keita, like, twerked in his rap, like, that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, it doesn't endear me. Anyway, Sung Hwan was the best one of Gong, and he was styled like the Joker. Oh, uh, yeah. Horrible styling. The worst pants I've ever seen. Yeah. The only enjoyable part about the song is his pre-recorded vocals. Yeah. When they're all dancing in sync really fast to the pre-recorded vocals, I was like, this is awesome. And no wonder he got voted highest. Highest. Sungwon has a weird arc on the show. He's like, he's had to rap twice. He's like far and away the best person in the groups he's in and the most popular. But I'm like, but he's truly, he just needs to be a, like a sexy singer. But like yeah. he's getting thrown into these rap roles with like people. It's just, I hope that he can remain long enough to finally like emerge. He would be getting the planet pass. Yeah. He's like the kind of person yeah. who's like, the potential is there. But it's just not being, he's not being able to, like, show himself. And he's hot, so. Yeah, and he's one, one of the, of the actual pe- hot people. one of the hottest people, and I'm like, I really feel like, ugh, he was dumb to choose Tomboy and get pushed. Uh, see, that's what I mean, He yeah. should have chose Feel Special. Oh. Would have been fantastic. Um, I feel like the flip side of Gong is Zoom. Because we had fun. Because we had fun. <laughs> and Gong is trying to do, like, Junhyun doing lighthearted with and then doing hard raps. Like, they're trying to trying to do light and hard, but it felt really unfocused. Zoom is, like, a perfect K-pop boy band moment for me. Everybody, well, you wrote down, everybody popped. Exclamation point. Exclamation. Gong was three minutes of hard and 18 seconds of, like, lightheartedness, and Zoom was three minutes of lightheartedness and eight seconds of Keita going hard with his, like, I'm sucking a dick microphone. It's like, guys, Keita. I th- it I looks it. like you are servicing a man in a gangbang. Like, <laughs> please stop holding the microphone like that. It just looks like you're holding a penis. I liked it more when he did it um, than we for some That's because he's hot. I think he, like, choked up more on the... Choked? <laughs> <laughs> on the head? <laughs> Oops. Um, yeah, Haruto this- shined. Haruto... I mean, you guys, I told you I started voting for him, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, me too. Even more. I don't even, like, love him that much, but I'm like, (laughs) he must survive at least this next cut. Yeah, he's fully a fully formed, like, character. That's who I want to vote for. Wumuti was great. Wumuti, T.T. Park Hyunbin 
who I had no idea who that was before the song. I liked him a lot. I thought he just like looked great. Kato was great. Ali. Okay, on RuPaul's Drag Race, they always have to write raps. And it's people that are like doing the most simple raps, like from London to LA. And that was Ollie to me. He was just like, outer space. How can I not have to write very much and fill all my bars? Like he was on the verge of spelling his name. Yeah. That's how simple his yeah. rap seemed. And there was no swag sauce on it. It was just very like white bread in, in its milk delivery. toast. Milk toast. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know people think, I, okay, I don't want to trash on Ali because I think he's cute, but I don't think he's like ready yet. Oh, no, he's half baked. Like even at the beginning of the song where like they're just saying like, okay. And Haruto's like, okay, let's go. Ali's like, okay. Oh Yeah. Also me. Come on. And I'm like, this is not, <laughs> he just, he needs to be a little older. Um, he's the youngest person on the show. I know. He's cute. I mean, I liked this, this group. I liked all five. Like they were very fun and. They worked well together. Okay. We're going to go to Love Killa next because I want to end on a high and it's, Love Killa is not the high of the episode for us. It, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Despite I, what like, Mnet will have you believe. Oh yeah. The Mnet editing was like, this is your gift from God. And I'm like, I don't listen to Monster X. Like, I like a few, but I didn't listen to Love Killa. So maybe I just don't like the Love Killa song. But there just wasn't much song in this performance. Like, it was almost like 90% posturing of like, I'm a kill, I'm a thrill, I'm a kill. Like, people grabbing their necks. There was so little- Roundhouse kicks. Roundhouse kicks. There was so little actual song to it. And like, someone was my favorite part because he he's a really- good like tenor singer he was fantastic in this like he's just seems like very very dependable he just is like an idol so he was the only one giving me the actual song whatever wherever in there there is a song but then like the other three i don't know i felt like what the trainers said to them in practice kind of came true like when they did really poorly in practice and then solji was like oh if you guys are ranked so high but you're this bad like it you must just be ranked high because of your image and then you, she yeah, said, she said, scorched earth she policy. said, you should feel shame. <laughs> but I felt like that in the, I felt like their performance with the red suits and like so much camera mugging was almost like all image. Like it was just besides the little singing moment with someone, I feel like they're almost their performance was like, it's an image performance, which just didn't, I don't know. It just didn't land with me. It didn't hit for us. I at was like, Jung Lu got pushed out of this and Ricky got pushed out of this. And I feel like both of them would have like killed it. And Matthew showing us his like little dime nipple. I didn't understand. Oh, yeah, that's my other thing. These like suits, these suits were giving me like Winnie the Pooh a little bit. <laughs> what? Like red shirt <laughs> up over the tum tum. Like in some of the dance moves when it really hiked up, it was giving me Winnie the Pooh. And like, I like when boy groups show skin because I'm like, ooh, I don't know. It's just cool that they're. I mean, it's called Gay's Planet, so. Yeah, it's just like gay. But I think okay. I'm going back to 2 p.m. There's a reason 2 p.m. were called Beastly Idols. They all worked out and they were on men's health covers. It was part of their brand, but like even the skinny ones got muscular because that was the image. So I feel like if you're going to be like showing your pack, there should be a pack. If you're showing the ab, there should be an ab. Yeah. It can't just be skinny and pale. Anyway, let's go home. <laughs> Take us home. Home was like everybody, a lot of people I liked because it had Jay. It had Sungun, who I'm becoming obsessed with. It had Jongu, who I'm already obsessed with. And then it had Dong Hong Hai, who looks like John from S Club 7. You guys look it up. And then Yoon Sa, who I think that's the one that's Nayeon from Twice's cousin. And why did he not do Feel Special? 
what they make the narrative. <laughs> I would just be yelling every time they showed, like when they were like ripped down, feel special. I would have been like, Nyan's my cousin. Like I would just be constantly <laughs> like trying to bahie myself into this group. <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> Home was exciting because nobody wanted it, but it's also a 17 song and I love 17. I've seen them in concert and I love that everyone was too scared to do it. And then these people were like, but we actually have the talent. The team makeup was great when they're standing on the pedestal. Yeah, it was just, ugh, it was nice because it's like Sungun is a very different singer than Jay, but they're both fantastic singers. So I love, I love when you get the contrast like that. And then Jongun not being a singer, but then he became the dance teacher. They were like, we are doing 17's exact choreography, but nobody can do it. And then Jongu was like, oh, I've been going about this all wrong. Like, this is not, we don't need to highlight the choreography at all. And they changed the entire choreography. They lowered the key of the song, which I did not know you were allowed to do on the show until now. <laughs> and it was just cool to see, I don't know, instead of being like, how do we show off? It was like, how do we make the best performance for what we have? And that's what they did. And it was great. Yeah, I feel like uh, Hui needs to take notice of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hui is like, how do I showboat harder? And this was like, how do we work smarter? Yeah. Yeah, home was great. I mean, every year somebody has to do a performance wearing beige and brown. And I think this was the best beige and brown performance. <laughs> I thought they looked cute. Oh yeah, I loved like the softer side of Jongu and Jay was dressed like a grandpa. Yeah, I'm voting for Sunga now. I don't know, I like to collect my little people that can do their own thing. And I'm like, he's doing these really full sounding falsetto notes, like, like, like a mixed voice, but it's, he's in falsetto, but he's doing these really powerful falsettos. And I want that in the group. I'm like, we need that. I, that's feels, that feels fresh to me. Like a lot of, there's a lot of falsettos in K-pop, but his feels so full. Okay. Well, I just want to touch ending on the ranking. Like the rankings completely changed. And I thought, I just want to touch on what was interesting. I mean, like I said, we have Tay Ray in the top nine at number seven. We dropped out. He's now at number 10. Do you think he'll keep dropping? I hope. Slide right on out. Park Hanbin is number 13. Ugh, we love him. We, I, that is, I mean, Jongu's number 16, which is exciting, but Park Hanbin hasn't been getting all the, like, Jongu video treatments. I mean, I guess he kind of did with, I don't know, hot sauce. I can't remember what he did, but Park Hanbin 13 is amazing. Like, people are recognizing, like, he is one of the best people on the show. Yeah. Talent is rising. Popularity is falling. Yes. Which is what we need to be seeing yes. if this group will uh, make any sense. Yes. Yeah, so it's giving me hope. Okay, well, I mean, this was a great episode. So, I mean, that's our show. That's that's what we got for you. Thank you to everyone that's listening. Thank you to the people that have reached out to us on Instagram. My social is UGFine, which is U-G-H-H-H-H-H-H-Fine. There's six H's, guys, on Twitter and Instagram. And then Andy. Andrew, with three E's, 108. Yeah, so that's us if you want to reach out. Honestly, just thank you for listening. I produced the show. I made the theme song in GarageBand. Yikes. Um, and I show up. Andy shows up, <laughs> warms up his voice, drinks coffee, um, and made our logo. And that's our show, Fighting. Fighting. Yeah.